This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 998, Embarrassing Moments That Score an IELTS Band 9. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Did you know that you might have to talk about an embarrassing moment on your IELTS speaking exam? Today, you'll hear our sample part two and part three answers about this topic and get to laugh along with us at our memories. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Aubrey! Uh, I'm excited about this topic today. We've never talked about this topic before, and it does come up on IELTS. What are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about times when you have felt embarrassed. And Mm -hmm. yeah, this could be a part two question. There could be questions all over speaking about being embarrassed. So you guys will definitely want to have thought about a time when you're embarrassed. I actually asked Jessica and she couldn't really think of a time she's been embarrassed lately, which is good. That's impressive, actually. (laughs) I know, it was really funny. Um, Because when we were planning this episode, Aubrey had this idea to talk about this as a part two answer, which was a fantastic idea. And often when we do sample part two answers, like we both give the answer, but I'm like, I couldn't think of anything right away. Um, And that's mostly because for, you know, a year now, almost, I haven't been around groups of people or strangers, and I never really feel embarrassed when I'm with good friends. Right. Or just with your family. Because it's like, like, you can be super embarrassing in front of him and he doesn't care. (laughs) No. Yeah. Um, But I mean, I have been embarrassed throughout my life. You know, I had very uh, poor fashion choices and hair choices when I was growing up. Didn't we all? But like, (laughs) At the time, I don't think I was embarrassed because I made the choice. I thought it looked good. And it's only now, looking back, that I'm embarrassed for myself. (laughs) I happen to have a great story to share that has stayed with me because it was was a doozy. But it's a a good point. That's great. That is good vocabulary, right? What does that mean, a doozy? It's something really big. Um, we use this mostly just to talk about silly things that are big. Yeah. Like, ooh, that was a doozy. Like, uh, maybe like a really terrible dad joke. I would call it doozy. I think, yeah, it's great to describe like an event or experience that was quite negative. Yeah. Um, and, but you're still kind of joking about it, still making light of it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a way to sort of take the sting or take the seriousness out of something bad that happened, right? To be like, that was a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) So great IELTS vocabulary. 
Right. Exactly. You guys, we want to make sure that you don't ever experience a doozy at work. And the best way you can do that is to sign up for our upcoming web class. Go to allersenglish.com slash promotion. We are going to give you so many tips and tricks, great vocabulary for getting the promotion you deserve at work. So if you're working in English now or plan to anytime in the future, sign up for our web class. Yes, allersenglish.com slash promotion. I'm so excited. This is going to be an amazing historic web class, you guys. Don't miss it. Um, Okay, so Aubrey's going to do the part two answer, and then I will take over for part three. So, Aubrey, are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) Okay, I would like you to describe a time when you felt embarrassed. I will never forget this experience. I was about 12 years old, and I was at SeaWorld with my family in California. We had gone for this fun trip. We had done Disneyland, which was really fun, though as a 12-year-old, Disneyland is less fun than as a young kid, but I still had a good time with my family. And we went to SeaWorld, which you can see shows with whales, and there's lots of rides, and we were having a great time. It was a very hot, sunny day. Um, and we walk into this little, um, gift shop where there were little stuffed animals for sale and keychains and sort of looking at things. And there was a big stuffed animal, um, on a bench. And my mom said, Oh, sit with that. It was a whale, a big, you know, Shamu, um, great, a killer whale on this bench. And my mom said, sit with that and I'll take a picture of you. So I plopped down right on top of it. It stood up because there was a person inside of it. I dropped to the floor. If it weren't bad enough that I had sat on a person dressed as a stuffed whale, it took its head off. This person removed the head of the whale and it was a boy not much older than me, like maybe 16, 15, 16. So as a 12-year-old girl, I can't think of anything that would be more embarrassing. I was mortified. I wanted to crawl under a rock. (laughs) I just, I didn't say anything. I left the shop immediately. (laughs) I think my family sort of apologized for me and followed me out. And I, every... Every time someone asks me to share something embarrassing ever since, no matter what has happened since, that's still the first thing I think about because I feel like it just you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Guys, let me highlight a couple things because um, you should really listen to that sample, sample answer a couple times, all right? First thing... I want you to notice, guys, something about grammar. When Aubrey was setting the the stage, if you will, when she was setting up the story, providing context, she used the past perfect, right? So the past perfect is when you describe something that happened before something else. Because she's like, we had gone to Disneyland, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a few great examples of the past perfect in the beginning of that answer to set the context. And then um, vocabulary, right? So instead of saying, like, I sat down, (laughs) you're like, I plopped down. (laughs) It has this idea of just, like, sitting down quickly, right? And your body is kind of, like, 
like um like a rag doll, right? right. Just plopping down. Um, and then another thing to instead of saying I was very embarrassed, you say I was mortified. That's like extreme <laughs> embarrassment and shame. Oh my god, I love that story so much. That is so funny. <laughs> it was such a terrible thing to happen, but it's actually a really funny, embarrassing story to share. <laughs> it is hilarious. And guys, I mean, you know. And th- I just want to come back to connection for a second, right? Because all ears English, this is our motto, connection, not perfection. And, you know, we need to talk about that more regarding IELTS because it does come through in IELTS in a lot of ways as well. Um, but guys, sharing personal stories like this is the best way to connect with other people, right? Because if other people can see that you're a human, that you are fallible, good vocabulary, right? Humans make mistakes. We all do things wrong. It really helps people relax around you um, in real life. And on the IELTS exam, oh my God, share personal stories. Be a real authentic person, okay? That is how we get a seven or higher. We're natural. We're ourselves. We're real. Yes, Um, and you're willing to laugh at yourself. I feel like that's so endearing. I I love when people are willing to tell funny or embarrassing stories about themselves and laugh at themselves and just don't take themselves too seriously. Totally. Um, we call that also being self-deprecating. Yeah. Self-deprecating humors when you when you make fun of yourself. Um, yeah. I do, I make fun of myself. I'm ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I yeah. share anything funny or dumb that I did because it's just fun to laugh with somebody else. I'm I'm yeah. all up for the self-deprecating humor. Okay, Jessica. Oh my god, totally. I am going guys, to ask you. Great oh, to yeah. do on the IELTS exam as well, right? Yeah. On the speaking test. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Don't be afraid to say negative things or to, you know, make jokes about yourself. I think, uh, yeah, it sets you apart too. It makes you memorable. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. All right, let's do just a couple part three answers. So remember, guys, that the part three topic is always related to the speaking part two topic. The differences are part two is about yourself, right? It's still personal. Um, And you have to talk for two minutes. The part three answers are not directly about yourself, but you can use personal memories to support your opinions. And your answers are shorter, right? They're not each a full two minutes. They're, you know, about a minute or so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Okay, I'm ready. All right, Jessica, are children more likely to feel more embarrassed than adults? Well, that depends, right? I mean, if we're if we're talking about um, little little kids, they 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 don't have the concept of embarrassment yet. They don't have this concept of worrying what other people think about them or um, looking ahead as far as their like reputation or people talking about them. That. Those thoughts do not exist in their minds. They are the center of their worlds. Children's egos are the biggest, right? They fill their own world, their own head. Um, And that's what we love about kids. And that's where when we encourage adults to be more childlike, I think that is one of the goals 
of encouraging people to be like that is like, stop worrying about what other people think. Do your thing. Be yourself. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think life is more enjoyable if we try to act like a, a child. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Great answer. I loved when you said, instead of saying like very small children, you said little, little kids. This is a, something natives do all the time to emphasize something. Just totally. use that same word and emphasize one more. Like, well, if we're talking about little, little kids, this is so native. It's a it's sort of a slang thing that we do. You guys should definitely do that on IELTS. But as you noticed, this is part three. You can still use terms like this and you're still getting that variety of vocabulary. It's still appropriate for that situation. Definitely. And it's great for pronunciation, right? right? Because you're really stressing that second adjective because you're like little, little, right? So that's like, that's a great strategy for showing off interesting pronunciation. Right. Your intonation Um, was great through the whole thing when you were like, don't worry so much about yourself. Like go back and listen (laughs) to this answer. Pay attention to Jessica's intonation. Mimic it because it's such great, varied native intonation. Oh, thank you. Um, Okay, one more, one more. Okay. Um, Has technology made people more embarrassed than in the past? For sure. I think um, especially if we think about adolescents these days, right, preteens, adolescents, teenagers, um, who are so enmeshed in social media, um, this – worry, this anxiety, this desire to be liked is amplified in so many ways today compared to in the past. There was really only one path to being liked in the past, and that was like indirect contact with people, right? Um, But today, there are so many paths to being liked and not liked on the other side of the coin, right? So if a preteen gets a new haircut, say, when I was in high school, I got a new haircut, I would show up to school, and people liked it or they didn't, and there was like, and that was it, right? It's really like cut and dried. Um, And then either I could go home and cry about it or whatever, or like talk to my friend. But today, people get a bad haircut, they post it on Instagram because they think it's cool, and then they get all these horrible comments. And this creates such trauma, I would imagine. I think think teens today are going to have – long-term psychological trauma related to their social media bullying and experiences that luckily we escaped from when we were teens. Um, So yeah, technology has definitely amplified the possibility to be shamed. Oh, great answer. And it's so true. My kids have just like so many more opportunities to be embarrassed or feel ashamed. or So sad. Yeah. Or just um, shy or nervous. And I know. Yeah. Great vocabulary I want to point out really quick. First of all, adolescents, meaning teenagers, and also you said preteens. You threw in so many parallels for that word instead of saying teenagers over and over and over, right? It's great. Yeah. And enmeshed. This is a great verb for to be caught up in something. When you say teenagers are enmeshed in social media, it's such a higher level, band nine word right there. Instead of saying they're, you know, even um, addicted or caught up in something, say enmeshed. 
It's a fun word. It has this um, real extreme connotation, this like yes. complete, right? Like completely being in something or involved in something. Yeah. yeah. And then you great said word. amplified, which just means made stronger, but way higher level. That's a great word too. And the idiom cut and dry, which oh. so to say like, oh, it was really cut and dry, which just means clear or understandable. So great yeah. idiomatic expressions. Come back to the blog, you guys. I'll have definitions for each of these with the example sentences. And yeah, allersenglish.com slash IELTS. You don't want to miss the blog write-up. And this is episode 998. And this is definitely going to be an episode to study, yeah. right? This is a lesson today. Um, mimic pronunciation. Write down vocabulary we used that you really like. And then practice your own answers. Share your answers with us in the blog, guys. So definitely come back to allersenglish.com slash IELTS and search 998. Also, guys, I'm going to throw a couple more links at you. Um, allersenglish.com slash promotion. We don't want you to be embarrassed at work. We don't want you to be embarrassed in a job interview or when interacting with uh, your superior. So definitely, guys, come to this web class, um, allersenglish.com slash promotion. And remember, we are on all of the socials. <laughs> I feel terrible saying that now after talking about how bad they are today, but <laughs> we are not embarrassed. We are positive on our socials, guys. So Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, check us out. Yeah, this, we're going to be seeing you guys in the web class and definitely leave a comment with your embarrassing stories. I'd love to read those in the comments on the blog. Ah, me too. <laughs> All right. Um, Aubrey, thank you for your vulnerability today, for sharing this embarrassing moment with us. You are very welcome. <laughs> All, All right. right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.